her head and walked naked to the chest of drawers. Her straight, thin, white figure and fuzz of amber hair were caught briefly in the long mirror on the wardrobe door. Without deliberation, she selected a pair of faded cotton drill trousers and a white blouse, from which she had long since removed the Peter Pan collar. To these she added a striped elastic belt with a metal snake clasp, a necklace of small coloured wooden beads, and a red and white bandana which she folded lengthways and tied round her forehead and hair. Finally, she put on a pair of tennis shoes and, without glancing in the mirror, opened the door and stepped out onto the veranda. Meru was at the far end, just completing the sweeping. He nodded and grinned gappily, his discoloured teeth jutting randomly and at odd angles from his pink gums, like rocks in some ancient stone circle. Jumbo, Miss Kate. Jumbo, Maru. He disappeared round the corner of the house, his once white chill-proof singlet flapping. Kate walked along the veranda in the opposite direction. The early morning air smelt of dryness, dust, and tinder brittle grass and foliage. Everything scorched, but for the moment still cool after the night. Flowering shrubs and herbaceous borders edged the expanse of desiccated yellow lawn. On the far side stood Joe's cricket stumps, a little drunkenly, since the holes had been reused too often and were now over large. Kate thought she would go and see the puppies, the bastard offspring born to Thea's crossbred bitch Dora just four days ago. Jack had made mother and pups an enclosed run under the veranda on the sheltered west side of the house. There were five dogs altogether on the Kingsley farm. In the pen near the driveway gate lived the guard dogs, two Rhodesian Ridgebacks and an Alsatian. Allowed in the house, on sufferance only by Jack, were Thea's two dogs, her Staffordshire Bull Terrier, Cornet, and Dora, a more recent acquisition. Dora was a yellow and white Labrador Spaniel cross, with a melting expression and an uncontrollable sex drive. The puppies were quiet this morning as Kate jumped down the two wooden steps onto the grass. She saw the first little body lying in the sunshine, about a foot from the chain-link wire that Jack had nailed up. She thought at first the puppy was asleep, but then she saw that the wire had been ripped back from its nail at one corner, revealing a dark, gaping hole. The puppy's silence was suddenly sinister. She bent over the puppy on the grass. It was dead, its tiny blunt head almost severed from its body. It was so small and lifeless, it looked like a little beanbag that someone had thrown down. Kate pulled back the remaining wire. The massacre was total. The killer had been not just thorough, but frenzied. The bodies of Dora and her remaining three pups lay scattered about in the gloom, the hard-packed earth was sticky with blood. Dora herself lay on her back nearest the wire. Her murderer must have called some hours ago, for she was stiff, her legs jutting from her body, flies humming round her open mouth. Down the length of her white stomach was a rent, from which her guts spilled in a gleaming serpentine pile. She looked as if she had been thrown forcibly backwards before the coup de grace had been administered, and Kate silently saluted her for the brave fight she had undoubtedly put up.
Kate did not cry. She had seen worse things, but rarely one which made her so angry. There was simply nothing left of all the life and warmth that had been out there the day before. She ducked her head back out, picked up the flaccid little corpse, and placed it with the others, and hooked back the chain-link wire. She sat there on her heels for a second, the early morning sun beating with gathering strength on her back. It was then that she had the powerful sensation of being watched. Along with the sun, there was another beam being directed at her, as unmistakable as a tap on the shoulder. Without rising, she glanced behind her. There was no one there, but she caught a movement, no more than a ripple amongst the shrubs behind the cricket stumps. She rose smoothly, nothing too sudden, not too much cute.